this. Dope. Let's do this. You want to give me the old Gibby countdown, Freddy countdown? Give me, the, give me the good old Freddy countdown. Starting in five, four. Hello, hello, hello. It has been a long time since we've done this. But as the great one said, Dwayne Johnson once said, TC Cam and Eric and Spirit are back. Um, it was the rock. It was a rock reference. Why did the rock say that? The rock said, I'm, he would usually say, like, it feels good to be back in so and so location, but. <laughs> back to another episode of scott's take shots uh this one's a little i guess more wholesome uh and a little weird um because obviously we've all known about the pandemic we've all known about covid we've all met people with covid <laughs> tommy what just happened Did you just break it snapped no i didn't i didn't break it. <laughs> Tommy's playing with this like pink band and just had like a damn heart attack. Uh, but obviously with COVID and everything going on, um, it's been weird. Obviously we haven't seen each other from living in different States. You guys all know that, but it's even weirder this time uh, because TC and I are both positive. Like we both have the thing that everyone was worried about that we never thought we'd get or prevented ourselves from getting. And now we got it. So I have COVID, it blows. I have symptoms, which is worse. Uh, I don't know if TC, other than a headache, TC, you really facing any symptoms? Stuff your nose, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I've I felt. <clears throat> I'm I'm dealing with the whole works of coughing and headaches and the the stuffiness. I don't sound like me. Um. So let, let's let's crack into it. Let's talk. Let's talk, TC, because like we haven't talked a lot either. Um, I saw this thing and it bothered me on the internet, and I thought it'd be a perfect back to back to norm conversation. So for all the listeners, it weirds me out because people online get off, not get off, but like like welcome to Scott's Take Shots. It's whispering and it's ASMR. Into the microphone. Yeah, I don't like that. It's ASMR. Um, and I don't understand it fully. Like, I've watched videos, and, like, it's, like, people eating chips. So, like, I'm going I'm to use an example. I'm going to use my handy-dandy pre-workout uh, that I haven't used in a week now because I've been sicker than shit and lazy in the holidays. Um, also, from us to you, hope you guys had a great holiday season. Merry Christmas. We're recording this on New Year's Eve. So, happy New Year's. Um, hope you guys stay loyal to your news resolutions because 95% fall through in the first month, but back to it. ASMR is like those sound effects stuff. <clears throat> mm, sorry. Got some pre-workout. So like, listen to that. Do you like that? Cause I don't like that. It's weird. Like a, <laughs> trying to talk with a mouthful look like a ghost I just spit pre-workout everywhere on accident oops alright if we're not going to beat COVID with medicine we're going to beat COVID with pre-workout I'll tell you what nope. no 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 that's how it works no, don't put that no, check it into my veins no we ain't throwing what, what if like the solution for COVID was like the most like basic thing in front of us, right? Like, what if it yeah. was like, hey, licks from a dog? Yeah, like, what if it was like, <laughs> hey, stop to stop COVID. Hear me out. Hear me out. You just gotta kiss your dog once a day. Something, something basic. Like, have your dog lick you. Take a scoop of pre workout. And you know the beauty of that is it Drink your milk. Not, 
it might not be the cure to COVID, but it might make you feel better just in general. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I, obviously our, our number one rule here is we're not going to get too political, get too political, but with everything going on with, you know, scenes and things like that, life's been crazy. I really wish it was just simple, like A plus B equals C kind of thing, but it's not. It's not. Um, with it being New Year's, though, it's the greatest time of all. Tommy and I are big football fans. Tommy and I are big football fans. It's college bowl season, TC. Yes, it What's is. your favorite bowl game so far? What are you looking forward to? Give me your national championship prediction. Um, that Purdue game, I don't remember who they played. They just played Tennessee. the other night. And that was a crazy bonkers game. Um, it was. I was impressed with Pitt without Kenny Pickett. Agreed. Uh, I was impressed with how they, they were playing with third string QB most of the game, so that was impressive. Um, And then there's dudes like – I find it always funny that that the the Armed Forces Bowl has Army or Navy in it 100% of the time. And I was talking about this with my dad. We about – we were like – it's it's weird because bowl games want to get the most people there. So theoretically, they try to get somebody from close to that area, unless it's like a big, big bowl, like they don't have to worry about getting people there. They try to get people from around the place to um, get that team into the bowl game. So you're like, yeah, like you made this awesome bowl game and like teams are going to like Florida or like Dallas and getting like all these cool stuff they get to experience Dallas for the first time, a bunch of Midwest kids. And then like like the Motor City Bowl like got Western and it was like ah that like like awesome you made a you made a bowl game but then you like go down the street and yeah, you stay congrats you're playing in a bowl game. Where are we playing? Where are we playing? The hour away. <laughs> like ah so <laughs> I found out something um about foot like college ball because Hawaii does that. Hawaii, like when they were really good with like Colt Brennan, they were in the Hawaii Hawaii Bowl like consistently. They were That's there. The they were a staple, and it's like, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like, I don't know. It's just kind of a kiss your sister kind of moment. As Idaho, like does Boise State play in the Idaho Potato Bowl? Because that would be funny. That'd just be depressing. Because you'd be playing on your literal your home field. Oh, the Spud Bowl. I don't know. I would guess, yeah. I don't know. It depends on how they do that year. Because if they're not like a top, like twenty, top twenty-five bowl team, then odds are they're probably because they can make like the Capital One Bowl. They can make the yeah, probably not Sugar Bowl. They can make. Um, quick lane first bowl or whatever it was it's like you can make like that second tier which that spud bowl game i don't think is second tier i think it's lower than that i think it's like a no that's like a pre-christmas bowl game it's a hundred percent a pre-christmas it's a game you don't want to play in i i i want to see utah beat the shit out of ohio state that would make my sickness that would make my life that would make my year you want to make 2022 a great year Start off with that, please. Please. Well, well, the funny thing is you're wearing a Michigan shirt, so I can understand why you would think that. <laughs> no, I, I'm okay. I would I would like that. I Utah is always an interesting one with me. They're always they always kind of fall in that that realm of Houston and Cincinnati. Like all those three teams remind me of all the same. Boise State sometimes. But it was those three teams that are like all hanging around with each other. Like in Cincinnati's just recently, but like Houston and Utah are always like, okay, you guys are really good and we know you're really good. You have winning seasons all the time, but you don't play very great teams. <laughs> and so it's like, eh, it's hard. Yeah. I, <laughs> Could you imagine if they did bowl game? Like, I really wish – I love watching D2 play, you know, playoffs. I would love to watch D2 do bowl games too. 
pit like some of the best D two teams against like one of the, like a middle class D one team. Just see how it works out. I we'll call, it, we'll call it something creative like the fuck around and find out bowl or something and see what happens. Nope, can't nope. call that. You don't like that? I, I think it'd be great. I'd buy shirts. You know, like the shirts where the team loses and they don't get the shirts, they get sent off usually to Africa. Fun fact, a lot of Seattle Seahawks gear up in Africa because they can't win a division or a, a Super Bowl. But um, <clears throat> even the one in Detroit, I was really looking forward to don't, winning. Don't have, don't have to worry about T-shirts when you can't make the playoffs, baby. You don't have yeah. to worry about T-shirts when you can't make the playoffs. They might no. get that. Like – I think it'd be cool. Like, I think it'd be fun to watch D2 teams play against D1 teams, D3 teams play against D2 teams, like the best of the best, right? Like, you there put is D3, a... Ma- Mary Harden Baylor, the national champions. I'm not saying put them against Ferris State because I think Ferris State would roll them. I think Ferris State would roll a lot of teams. There's a definite di- – that's a problem. There's a difference. There's a difference in the level. There's a jump. Like, the, the jump from high school to – college is or like even the jump from like middle school to high school massive jump from high school to college massive then you go from d3 to d2 there's a jump d2 to one jump naia to like d1 there's a jump like there's there's a difference and like and even and then once you get to college or once you do the highest level of college the jump from college to pros freaking the worst pro team would give the best college team problems I don't, I don't know. Like, if we're talking like 20, I got 2016 Bama, 2016 Bama against the Browns or the Lions that year. Are you serious? You're going to say that's going to be close because I don't think it is. So you're saying that these 19 year old five star recruits are going to dominate a 30 year old grown ass man? I'm saying a team that has more talent. Yes. Yes. I don't think they've done, I think it'd be a lot closer than people think. I think it'd be a lot closer. I think it'd be. I don't. Uh, no, I think it's gonna be a close game. I think it's a good game, but I'm saying the college team's probably gonna win. I think it's gonna be a bar fight. Like it's, I I don't. There is a jump. There's a definite jump, and you can tell them the speed. You can tell, and there's so much stuff that we can't even tell. Like when it comes to, like, look at it this way: How many Ohio State quarterbacks have a hundred percent or not a hundred percent have succeeded? In college or in pro? In in the pros. None. None. It's yeah, a fact. They, they're quite notorious for making their – cutting off half of the field and making the reads a lot easier for their quarterbacks, which make it immensely harder once you get to the league because they won't do that. Mm-hmm. Is that is that weird? Yeah, because you got Troy Smith, who was a Heisman, either winner or trophy candidate. Um, Cardell, JT Barrett. Um, Braxton Miller, who turned out to be a decent receiver. Um, Weird, right? Craig Krenzel didn't even do anything back in the Like, Kirk Herbstreit didn't do anything. Um, First off, Kirk Herbstreit can go sit on a pickle. That man is such a hater. Such a hater. And Desmond Howard's a homer. Yes, he is, but go blue. He's on the right side of it. I don't know. So, like, here, I'm going to segue here. I think that football fans are cults i think football teams like hardcore diehard football fans technically a cult well there's a whole section in the midwest that would like you to say hail to them about their football team you need to hail to us isn't that weird that that is that's that's a little nazi-ish at this and that's our team that's the team that we like right like yeah what you need to hail Hail. like notre dame has sometimes a, a religious guilt trip at times. Oh, no. First off, if we're bringing the Catholic Church into this, we're going to talk about the Catholics versus the convicts from the yeah. 90s and the T-shirts that were made and the things that were said to the U while they played at Notre Dame and gave them an ass-whipping, by the way. Um, physically, I'm not going to say that. I don't remember if they actually won or lost that game, but I just know it was a violent football game. Oh, I, Notre Dame was sitting in the back, though. Notre Dame was sitting in the back. Well, uh, I just watched a 30 for 30 on the best, um, greatest college football game of all time. Can you tell me what it is? 
is it in the like 20 2000s or above era this is when we were kids yeah best this this is the best game i ever watched i was literally jaw on the floor the whole time the first game that comes to mind for me is uh texas versus usc that's it yeah that game was... Texas versus usc after usc had like a 30 some odd game winning streak yeah. Um that was with uh who was that quarterback? That was um Liner, Vince Young, Reggie Vince Bush, Dwayne Jarrett, Brian Rackpo was on that team. That team was um, legit. So yeah, so you had like on one side you had Brian Rackpo, Lima Swede, Vince Young, um uh who's there was it Jamal Charles was their running back? Um like they had dogs cross the board. On the other side, you had Matt Liner, Lindell White, Dwayne Jarrett, Steve Smith, um, and uh, Reggie Bush. And then you had – and that's not even mentioning, like, majority of the defense, who was just as nasty. That was before – it was after Palomalu and before uh, Clay Matthews, Malaluga, and Cushing were there. Um, so it was in that little weird little stopgap. But yeah, I that's where I started loving football. I was watching Reggie Bush run around the yard, and I was like, "I want to be number five in red." That it was insane. I, I'm just trying to think like the scariest football team that I've watched play. Now, like that is one of the greatest games of all Both time. Both of those teams are terrifying. Like yes. they have but like reds all over the yard. I'm trying to think like. Were nightmares. Yeah, I'm trying to think what Bama team I was really scared of. Julio Jones's team. It was Julio's team. Um when they had when they had uh Mark Ingram and then when they had uh, I think it was Eddie Lacey. No, Trent Richardson. When they had Trent Richardson, that was I was like, dude, you can't uh, this is so this the 20 the 2014 team was pretty scary. In my opinion, you had uh, Blake Sims and Jake uh, Coker. I want to say Cocker, but it's Coker. Uh, it's Coker. TJ Yeldon, Derek Henry, Kenyon Drake, Justin Fowler, Amari Cooper, DeAndre White, uh, Cam Sims, Robert Foster, OJ Howard. Who else was on this team? OJ Howard was on this team? Yeah, uh, Sean Robinson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see who else was on there. Cam Robinson, Jonathan Allen. Uh, Sean Robinson, Marie Smith, Cold Mazza. These are just NFL players on this roster. And if you look at that, there's two, four, six, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 20, 28 NFL players eventually that would be on the, uh, on a league roster on that team. 28. Like how you want to go to 2001 Miami? Oh, if we can go into 2001 Miami, I know that you was that. Hey, listen to this. That that team had this is not even this is their freshman. All right, on this 2001, I'm pulling it up myself too, real fast. That went 12 and 0. You got Frank Gore, Willis McGahey, Vince Wilfork, Sean Taylor, Antro Roll, Kellen Winslow, and Roscoe Parrish, and they were the freshmen. So they didn't play. Like that's the thing. It's like the, the scariest play. part is you're forgetting like Ed Reed was on that team. Uh, no, I, that's what Jonathan I'm saying. Jonathan Domo was on that team. Like those, yeah, I know those were just freshmen. But then you got like Jeremy Shockey was on that team. Like one of the greatest tight ends probably of all time up there. Frank Gore was a freshman. You're right. Willis McGahey was a freshman. Clinton Portis was on that team. Ken Dorsey was on. God, that ridiculous one. Six. NFL draft selections. You want to hear from that team? 12, hold on, 15, 16, 17, 18, 20, 21, 22, 23, 23 players. Alabama's 2014 still had more people in the NFL, but that team has a lot more big names that are legendary to us than, um, <clears throat> than anybody else. 17 first round picks. <laughs> 17. And like their, their fourth round picks was like Najee Davenport. Like, <laughs> Yeah, Jamal Jamal Green, like Frank Gore was a third round pick. Clinton Porter was a second. Rocky McIntosh. Wow. Yeah. That team was nasty. 
Oh, there, there's a roster I was looking for. A scary team. Scary. Yeah, could you imagine the starting lineup? Ready? You're you're bouncing between Clinton Portis and Frank Gore. You're throwing the ball at the Shockey, Andre Johnson, and Kevin Beard. I don't know that that is. And then you got Bryant McKinney, who's a Hall of Famer, and I think a, like one more who's a Hall of Famer on that offensive line. Defensively, you have Vilma, Ed Reed, and Philip Buchanan, and Mike Rumpf, who are all, and DJ Williams. Never mind. I'm just gonna stop. You, you, you've got everybody. We get it. We get it. We get it. There is a squad there. I don't look at that. Uh, 2009. Yeah. That was the team you're talking about, right? What? Which one? 2009, Alabama. 2014. Oh. Yeah, so that team had Vince Young, Jamal Charles. 2004 with the asterisk. USC. USC, yeah. Okay, yeah. as much as I hate on Texas, horns down. Um, they had they had some good rosters back in the early 2000s. They're never going to be the same. I think it's interesting that they got that one kid from Ohio State this year transferring across. Um, I, I think yeah, but that kid's from Texas, I thought, isn't he? He is. But the crazy thing is he went to Ohio State, didn't get any time this year. Of course, right? Like they had, behind a freshman. Yeah, they they had another freshman that won the starting spot, but this kid was the top ranked dude. Signs a bunch of NLIs or I NILs, NLIs, yeah. NFTs. I don't know. Um, NFT. An NFT is like one of those photos that moves that people sell for like thirty thousand freaking dollars. And you haven't taken one yet. I am too broke. To, to make money? To buy an NFT and then resell it? Yeah, I'm good. You got to buy one? Yeah. I mean, you can make them too, but... Can't you just make it yourself? They're they're hard to make and get secured because people will just take them. <laughs> okay. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know, Tommy. I don't understand this day and age where we don't believe in money anymore. We believe in Bitcoin and crypto. I, I don't know. The world's a, a weird place nowadays. Non fun non fundable tokens. A unique unit of data employing technology that allows digital content. Oh, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah. Shit's shit's mind blowing here. South Park made fun of it and it was hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> so what's your New Year's resolution, Tommy? What's your big New Year's resolution this year? Does it have to be big? No, it could be. Man, New Year's resolutions most fail at the end of the first month. Just got to eat better. Eat better? Yeah. Cut down on fast food? Yeah. My, when I'm running around, like, with all my stuff, with work and coaching, it becomes difficult to – eat good but brogue makes great meals it's just we need to actually be home (laughs) yeah to actually eat them yeah i think mine is going to be to my big one is going to be trying to knock down my nicotine intake like nicotine and tobacco trying to lower it try to stop chewing is it only chewing yeah i chew a lot of tobacco now it's a bad habit i picked up it's unattractive Uh, I always feel like I need to ha- do something. So I've been like, I chew on gum a lot too. Yeah. I, no, not toothpicks, but like gum. I, I have to have something in my mouth or something to do. Oh, wow. That sounds bad. I have oh. to have something to do and put like, you know, I chew a lot of sunflower seeds as well. I chew a lot of toothpicks. Yeah. I, maybe I should try bacon flavor toothpicks or something, but. Oh, didn't know they made those. Oh, they're amazing. Well, I already have a, I already have a, I'll call it addiction, but a habit of chewing on toothpicks. So now you're giving me, you're saying there's better ones out there might be tough. There's some good ones out there. Um, Where did you get that? I'm really curious. Like you've got me like, yes, that. 
Yes, it's pink. Oh, it comes off a ball. Oops. No, they're just all stresses. This doesn't come off a ball. Um, let's talk about oh. let's talk about stress, man. Because like us having COVID has been very stressful, right? Like I had to call everyone that I work with, people that I saw over the holidays, let them know I tested positive, and that that shit was um, not so fun. Depressing. Not so fun. I'm stressed by it. Quite the depressing thing. Yeah, I saw a lot of family. Saw um, a couple family members that were expecting, and that was it. Was just really did not feel good about the possibility of exposing them. Um, I um, we didn't take any tests because we made the mistake of assuming that what was wrong with my body at the moment was allergy related because we were in a new environment. Um, and that was a mistake on our part and we accept that, but it was, um, we, it's what we had been doing for the past two years. Like, okay, we're in somewhere new. We went from somewhere cold to somewhere hot. Um, and now I got the sniffles, huh? Maybe my allergies are popping back up because where I live, it's very snowy. And then where we're at now, it, there's a lot of grass on the ground. So maybe there's a lot of pollen that got in my nose and maybe get, making me stuffy now. Well, that didn't kick for that stuffiness stayed for like a couple weeks. Um, and then when my significant other wasn't feeling the best, we decided to take a test and I came back positive and it's like, Oh, that's not what we thought was happening. Um, luckily everybody that I was around has tested negative, but we had to talk about that on here. Like kind of coming up to the play and saying, I messed up mm-hmm. sucks. Oh man. I mean, <clears throat> And it's this not even is, that, is this, this like this type of topic reminds me of when we did our mental health episode. Like, this is a serious thing. Like, I know I like joking around, you like joking around, but like, yeah, owning up to that shit is the hardest fucking thing to do. Um, it, it's hard to take it to the chin and just say, Hey, I'm sorry. The, the scariest thing to me about COVID is that it started off as a head like a little bit of a headache and a cough for me. I still went, I still went to work. I wore a mask, but I went to work because I was like, ah, it's just a, a minor flu. I'll be all right. Once I started getting the chills, I said, I gotta go home. And then I had chest pain, but I think that chest pain came from an anxiety attack. I think I started having a really bad anxiety attack and, um, fuck, that scared the <laughs> hell out of me. It scared the hell out of me. Yeah. Cause I've been, we've been dancing with the devil for two years now, essentially. Has it been two years since it? Yeah, 2020. It's 2020. February of 2020 was the start. The start. I'm going to put that in quotes. Start of COVID, um, where everyone really didn't know what was happening. Okay, so it's been about almost two years now of dancing with the devil, essentially. Uh, eh, Almost three years now. Look, if I'm dancing with the devil, I'm taking the damn lead. All right, I'm not gonna. I, I we've done so well. I think a lot of my friends have too. Like I know you have, you know, bro, myself, um, my family. We haven't had any issues until now. Yeah. I, from what I've been like, I've been talking to people on my phone. A lot of people have been checking in. So if you're listening to this and you check, you've checked it. I, I appreciate every single one of you guys for checking in on Tommy and I. Um, <clears throat> if but, you didn't check in. Because you didn't know, don't feel bad. We didn't yeah, tell up. You're just an asshole, and we don't, <laughs> we don't appreciate that. No, I mean, it's it's been tough. It's it's tough because like it it seems like the consequences, whether you're vaccinated or not, not going to get political about that. It's your choice. It's cool, but um, I definitely think because I'm vaccinated, even with the symptoms I'm facing right now and how I feel it could be a hell of a lot worse. Mm -hmm. That scares me even more. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've had a full on, 
I've had a full on eye twitch for the people that have felt that before. They understand that type of stress. And it's been like, I'd say at least a couple weeks of just stress. Um, Stress from now I got to figure out the parameters of what's happening at work. Like, what is my, what do I have to do now? Who do I have to contact? Um, the parameters of how many people in my family have I impacted? Um, I don't, and like throwing whatever remote plans for the next so and so many days, um, throwing those out the window and being able to sit and hang out and be alone um, with um, with Brogan for the next so so ever many days. Um, and then understanding that other people's plans are now getting just jacked up. Um, and yeah, and like having family members who are expecting and having to worry about them and all the people you didn't even talk to, but you were around like that, they can be impacted. And like your mind kind of gets on a roller coaster to, they're like and how your life flashes before your eyes it doesn't flash before your eyes but it's like okay how many people have i come in contact with and it takes me through a gauntlet of people that i was you like, said oh. think about that like i i yeah that's a lot of people here's the thing right and <clears throat> i'm gonna i might piss some people off by saying this i really hope i don't because i'm being honest there's a difference from accidentally getting exposed to covid while taking precautions right Mm-hmm. to being reckless and then spreading COVID, right? Like in our, in our cases, I don't think we were reckless. You know, the oh, I mean, the moment, here, the moment we found out, we both locked it down. Yep, exactly. You didn't go out. You didn't do stupid stuff. You didn't go work out. You didn't go see other people. Yeah, it was the moment I felt symptoms, I went home and then I got tested that day. Yeah, we were at my parents' house when we found out and, and just, all right, we will see you later. And, made sure they made sure we had everything we needed and sent us on our way and we got out of there so luckily and they tested negative so that's awesome but just sucks just really sucks you do get the guilt feeling though either way i hope you like i hope people at least get a little guilt feeling because it shows you have a heart and you care Mm -hmm. about other people because like i got scared i called everyone that i had contact with friends family um it was awkward because some of my friends like went to atlanta some of my friends went to boston and i was like hey man like i tested positive for covid i should probably get tested everyone that i've hung out with that day has been negative so far but i want to tell you just to make sure you're safe like mm-hmm. that conversation's awkward yeah like um for me i've never had to like do a call like that like people have to do calls like that before though like this is not this type yeah. of this type of call thing, like where you're saying, "Hey, I have something you need to go get checked," is not it's not new. It's new hey, to us. Got the clap. Need to go get checked. Like, yeah, I get it. I, we've yeah. never had to deal with that, but like, it's out there. Like, yeah, like I get not it. Like, like I'm getting any, but like, cool. Right. No, but it's like so. It's not a new thing in the world, but it's a new thing to us, and it just paints a picture for how you feel. It's not good, <laughs> but you have to do it. That's the thing. And I got really upset um, with Brogan when she like started calling and telling people, I'm like, you, why are you telling them? And she's like, you have to. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. But I was pissed. I was just upset at the situation more than I was her. Um, sucks. <laughs> yeah. Not it a does. fan. I mean, I just dealing with like isolation, right? I'm in day, what am I, day three already? Yeah, it's day three. Day three, day two was yesterday. Day one, the start of COVID for me was Wednesday. Yeah, mine's up. Um, What's the date today? Yeah, today's Friday, New Year's Eve. And I, I already hate the isolation. Like, I don't like being. Yeah, but the, the date is <sighs> first, right? Say again. So it's the 31st, right? So I'm in day like nine. 
You got one more day. And you're free. Woo. I have to spend isolation with somebody. So I got two dogs. They're both a pain, but I love them. Wouldn't trade them to death, but you know, they uh, they keep me entertained. I haven't even played video games, man. I just sleep. I played a lot of video games. I do a little bit of work and I sleep. Like I'm still working. That's the crazy part. I'm working from home with this and it's hard because I just want to sleep. <clears throat> Might be putting a little too much stress on my body. But yeah, if yeah we've taken bad. lots of naps and played a lot of video games. Not well, a bad thing. Are you are you sweating a lot? Like hear me out. Like when you sleep, are you sweating? I am drenching myself and it's bad it's gross southern half of the country so that's part of my body yeah my body's fighting this fever hard i don't like it you know what i watched clips of the other day was osmosis jones you ever watched that yeah it's the show about the uh, guy in someone's body right yep and then and then he has a little help from his pill like the pill that he takes as his buddy this is ride or die Oh, I was dying. I was like, I was like, yep. That's, that's such a good show. It's a, such a throwback. Yep. I've honestly, I've been on a different kick. I've been on a, a whose line is it anyway kick. Oh, we watched that yesterday. Actually. The OG with Drew Carey. Not, not, I like Aisha Tyler, but the OG. Yeah, I love when she does scenes from a hat. She goes, the hat's pink because I'm a girl. Because I'm a girl. No. I think Drew Carey just did it better in my opinion, but. Drew Carey is funny too. Drew Carey was hilarious. And they, they were a little more uncensored then. Yes. Which is weird because they were on Freeform. No, World they Free- were on, uh, what was the... ABC Family. They were on... Oh, it was an ABC Family. It was ABC Family, yeah, because the Drew Carey show always followed it. Which is now Freeform. Is that what it did is you, now? Yeah. Did you ever watch Drew Carey show? No. Me either. I don't like Drew Carey that much. <laughs> I just watched. I just watched. I would literally watch Who's Line for like hours, and then Drew Carey comes on. Click. <laughs> it's got gotta go. Gotta go. See ya. What is your? Uh, you have your New Year's resolution or re- resolutions? Yeah. But if it, it, what's something you just want to work on? What do you want to be better at? Like you don't. It, it's not a resolution. It's just something that. Yeah, I want to be more consistent with. Um, okay, so th- is this like a figurative thing or not? Not figurative, but is it a more immeasurable thing? Yeah, it's more immeasurable, it's more personal, it's more you, mm. right? Like most news, are, I want to eat healthier, right? I want to stop doing this because it's bad for you. I want to XYZ, I want to work out more. That's the one I, I love working out at home now because I hate to go to a gym at the beginning of the year. January and the beginning of February is so bad. Going to a gym at the beginning of the year is Baruto. And a lot of people do not know. And then they don't know what they're doing and they're going to hurt themselves. That is something like when I went to gyms, which was very like I went there like because we had access to an awesome gym. Our four years of college. After that, I went to like public gym for a hot spell and I was like. I was watching people doing like, like kipping pull-ups on a Smith machine. I'm like, what in the heck? What are you doing? I was terrified. And I was like, I don't want to watch that because I know what's about to happen. And I, no, I'm good. Um, I like watching the people bench without a spotter. That's scary too. I'll, I'll watch. I'll be there for them. I'll catch it if they drop, but I'm going to let them learn their lesson first though. You let them feel like they're in danger and then you come save them. I'm in danger. <laughs> I'm in danger. Oh, no, like some hard ass who hasn't lifted since high school tries to put up 225 and they sink on a bench. And I can they, still do it. I I haven't benched in so long, dude. I mean, I'm, I think if if I had to give my personal, I just want to keep moving out here to Arkansas has been a great thing for me because I've really gotten to um find one focus on myself yeah focus on myself really become myself really look at and dictate what it is that i want to be as a man and i've gotten to do that um i want to continue on that i want to keep growing those traits and 
being a good dog dad being a good brother being a good friend being a good you know someone that someone can talk to like you know um we'll see we'll see what the year brings there's a lot of things that could happen next year that i hope happen um and that's kind of just me being very foreshadowy but a lot of things that i want to happen next year um that if they happen i think my life would be i'd be set I'd be good for a bit. Like I'm not complacent, but I'd be happy, you know? So. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Nope. Just dreams and dreams and more dreams, right? Here, I'll double down on you. I think in the same thing soon. Soon. Yeah. I'm rooting for it. Everyone, everyone that listens is like, what the fuck are they talking about? I don't know, but whatever it is, Tommy's so- soon. Soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, that, so many things. So many things. I don't know, man. I uh, Getting a new punching bag. No. <laughs> hey, man. Punching bags are good. Except I like split my knuckle already on mine. You could do that? Uh, I, yeah, I was hitting the bag with my bare hands. Don't do that. It's not worth it. Well, our bag is like the bag we have is I swear it's like fifteen pounds. So every time we punch it, it like about goes through the window. We're like, okay, this is not good. <laughs> and I still can't do a speed bag to save my life. I haven't even attempted a speed bag. But it sounds so cool when you get it right. There's a video of this old dude doing it, and it's one of my favorite videos. Just, yeah, where he pops it back and forth. Yeah, and then... he's he's literally talking while doing it, walking you through how it works and what's going on. And oh, yeah, and resolution, I would say, just be more considerate of, just empathetic. Yeah. I think I think empathy is um a mistrait. I think empathy you don't like, What does that mean? A lot of people I think a lot of people aren't empathetic anymore. I think people are sympathetic, but I don't think they're empathetic. And there's a difference between the two. Yeah. Sympathetic is like, oh that that kind of sucks where you're at. Well, at least it's not this. And then empathetic is like sitting in the cave with you. <laughs> yeah. And I think empathy goes a lot longer, a lot, a lot farther than sympathy does in yeah. general, you know? Um, I don't know. I think that's just a, I think this is a nice, like subtle topic to end on. Like, I know it's not raunchy humor like we normally do, but like, it's a nice, smooth, soft <laughs> conversation. Like, People are going to finish this episode and just go, that was nice. You <laughs> tell me you were nice today. Well, you were nice they're, today. They're sick as shit, but they were nice today. They we're were trying nice. to put good juju in the world for we're the trying to, We're trying to spit. We're trying to end this year right, right? Like, I think so far, and correct me if I'm wrong, other than a couple cuss words that may have slid out of my mouth. This I don't have to edit this episode. We're just going to plug and chug this bad boy on. Episode 10. Yeah, that phrase right there. Plug and chug? She's gonna plug it and chug it, baby. <laughs> oh, God. I got other phrases if you want me to use those, but I'll probably have to edit those out. So I don't. I don't want you to. <laughs> we got 40, 40 minutes till kickoff between Cincy and Bama. We got about 10 minutes left here. Ish. Ish. Um, what's what's running through your mind right now, Tommy? Let's just let's just throw some stuff out there. I'm hungry. You're hungry? <laughs> yeah, I'm making a badass crock pot chicken right now. Mm. So yeah. we're thinking about we're, we're thinking about um what we're making. Obviously, we can't go out. <laughs> we weren't going to, but just a not a fun set of circumstances but we will have a we plan on having a great time um hanging out 
Brogan has one request to watch the Miley Cyrus um, New Year's celebration. And I have one request that we watch the football game. So outside of that, we're chilling. No. Sorry, yeah. not that. I just got breaking news. Breaking news on the Scott's Take Shots podcast. I'm like, I might cry. Betty White passed away today. Oh, no. Two weeks before she turned 100. Oh, no. They, they took Betty White from us. This year sucks. God, man. 2021. Damn it. We should have ended. We should have ended the episode at the whole empathetic, sympathetic thing because now we got sad. Betty White, pa- Betty White passed away today. Let's find some best clips. Golden Girls, man. She was the best. Damn. No, Betty, no. I can't even crack any jokes that I wanted to joke on after this because, like, oh, Betty. Damn. I do know that. So, one of my favorite Betty White stories that I've ever heard is. I can't think of the man who was on there. I believe he was a tap dancer. Um, but he, so Betty White had a show. She had a Betty White show in the 50s. Um, man named Arthur Duncan was a um, african-american tap dancer okay he got criticized heavily for having him on the show i have heard this story but continue i like this story um i'll try and fact check the fact check it to see if i'm right you but are yeah, i've heard this story she got she got bombed by people for having him on the show and then I'm having an awful time trying to find it here because I got ads up the wazoo. Pretty so much she told them to shove it and stick it. And she kept doing her thing with him on the show. Yep. And she was like, my show. She was a real one. Betty White was in the, in the 50s. In the 50s. And like, obviously, the, it's, it's crazy to think that 50, 1950, it was 70 years ago. Yes. That's still not a long time. That's not a long time at all. There's people that are 80 years old that lived through it, right, at 10 years old through the 1950s. There's politicians that grew up in that time like, and still have some of the beliefs from that time, which, once again, we're not going to get political here. I'm not going to get political here. But, like, Betty White's a real one. Enough said. Okay. Yeah, and she, and she goes, she had a talk show, faced criticism for including a Arthur Duncan on her show. She responded with, I'm sorry, deal with it, and gave him even more airtime. Her show was then canceled. People are haters, but she's still successful. And she's still one of the people that uh, we all love and loved. I mean, loved. Um... No, then it's, it's present tense. Yeah, present tense still. I mean, uh, Betty White, Golden Girls, classic, great, just humor. She was always funny. Ah, oh, damn. Well, I mean, she was older. We knew it was going to happen eventually in one of these years, but... She's 99, man. I mean, my great-grandma lived to 106, 107. Yeah, the lady can kick my ass and scrabble till 99. <laughs> she turned my board around and said, here, let me help you, when she was beating me. Bro. Here, let me help you. <laughs> my, she read the dictionary for fun. She was bright, very smart. Okay. Graduated from Hope College at like 17. Insane. Yeah, my grandma, my grandma died at like 90, mid 90s. And she was a nurse until like a working nurse until mid 70s. And homegirl was always big on the health tips until she was like in her last days, but would always throw those out the window for a McDonald's French fry. Oh, you can't pass. Honestly, though. If we're, if we're going to talk French fries real fast, Wendy's French fries, fire. The new ones, fire. I'm not partaking. <laughs> Partake. Partake. 
Well, in a couple days, I will. <laughs> Grubhub. Just drop it off at the door, man. Just, yeah, walk just, away. just walk just away. Walk away. You can even have a fry or two. Just walk away. Don't even knock. Don't even touch anything. Just go back in your car. The phone will notify me. Don't worry about it. You just text me once you're back in your car and you're on the road. Away. Damn. Well, this has been a fun episode. First one back in a long time. A little choppy. We'll be all right. I've we, got don't two, know. we still have two episodes sitting in the bank that I have to edit. I we don't know when the next time we're going to be able to do this. Yeah, to do this. This is kind of one of those days where we got everything together. I have two episodes in the bank. I have to edit them heavy because I made a lot of jokes that uh, have to be edited out due to the fact that I cannot make fun of certain things I found out. I'm, I, it's sad that you found out now, but I'm glad you did. I made too many Mormon jokes. Way too many Mormon jokes. I was on a roll. I re-listened to it just the other day because I was going to get ready to edit it. And I just went, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was worth it. I have no, I have no regrets, but I'm doing it for the people that I, a special guest. So like, just for the people that want to clean up and listen to the end of this all the way through, uh, Willard Rose, uh, Will and Jaden uh, are on one of them. And then I also have Jaden, and uh the putty sisters uh on another one that's actually a very good episode um very very actually good conversation so a little bit of funniness a little bit of seriousness clean uh hopefully we can get all three of us back tc uh myself and um eric uh back together here soon i know eric's been massively busy and then tc and i are recovering from the vid so uh from our Scott's Take Shots family to you, uh, we hope you guys have an amazing new year. Hey, happy, amazing, stay healthy. Yeah, amazing holiday season. Stay healthy, please. Um, and as always, I'm not going to do it right now because I'm sick, but Scott's always take shots. Have a good Go Scott's. Go Scott's. <laughs> <laughs>